This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. The Nigerian military says it has rescued 200 girls and 93 women from Boko Haram camps in the northeast of the country. The military says the girls and women were freed during major operations ending in the seizure of four Boko Haram camps in the Sambisa forest. The more than 200 schoolgirls abducted from their school dormitories last year are not among the latest group to be rescued. Tommy Aladipo reports. They say they're interviewing these women and girls, trying to find out their identity trying to find out where their homes are and what the circumstances were when they were taken. Obviously, the global concern is about the schoolgirls from Chibok, but the military has made mistakes in the past about revealing the identity of people. It's freed. It said at a point that it had found these girls when it turned out not to be true, and I think they're being cautious at the moment not to make those same mistakes again. The Western Cape Education Department says vandalism is costing it over 10 million rand annually. This comes as teachers at the Cedar Primary School in Bontieville are still being housed in a remedial classroom to do their administrative work. The school was burgled last month and the admin building set alight. Provincial Education Minister Debbie Schaefer. Vandalism is always a problem for our schools in the Western Cape, particularly in the school holidays. Some areas are worse affected than others, where, where there's a lot of gangs and drug activities, unfortunately, though schools get targeted a lot more. People steal copper wires a lot. Last year we had over a thousand incidents of vandalism altogether, with 20 of them being classed as major. We had to spend about 10 million rand on fixing it up, and this year we have allocated 20 million rand for emergency maintenance, which is not only vandalism, but it is included in that. The railway safety regulator is expected to issue a preliminary report this morning into yesterday's collision between two trains at Denver Station in the southeast of Johannesburg. The collision left one person dead and 240 injured. The regulator spokesperson, Babalwa Mpendu. We will also be conducting a board of inquiry on the accident to establish the root cause and to also forward some recommendations to the operator as to how such incidents can be prevented in future. Nepal has declared three days of mourning for the victims of Saturday's earthquake, which is now known to have killed more than 5,000 people. The government says it has been overwhelmed by the scale of the catastrophe and is struggling to get aid to remote villages. Sanjoy Majumda reports. Rain and thunderstorms are making it difficult for search and rescue teams to reach remote areas in the mountains, which have remained cut off for days following the earthquake. The bad weather is making it worse for hundreds of thousands of people sheltering in temporary relief camps. Nepal's Prime Minister Sushil Koirala has said the country is on a war footing, but has admitted that his administration is overwhelmed by the scale of the destruction. International aid is pouring in, but it's not reaching the people who need it most because of logistical issues and poor management. Flights carrying relief material are finding it hard to land because of congestion at Kathmandu's single airport. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sandra Rosenberg.